0: hello welcome uh, uh it's fantastic to see you all here and to see uh, very familiar faces uh, and see new faces and people who've traveled here from from the four corners of the world and you're all very welcome thank you so much for coming uh sorry who am i yeah, oh i'm rob hopkins <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm involved with transition network And stuff. And uh, uh, this is our sixth Transition Network conference. And the first one that we had, what six years ago, as you might imagine, was was in um, Stroud, in Nailsworth, in a place called Ruskin Mill. Was anybody? anyone here who was that? Not many there. Okay. Well, there was about eighty people came along to that, and it was in this place with lots of ponds full of fish and vegetable gardens, and fantastic cake, and uh, Richard Heinberg came. And uh, none of us really knew what transition was at that time at all. There wasn't really very much going on. There was no books, there was not much. We all kind of got together in this beautiful place to try and figure out what transition was. And now six years later, here we are, six conferences later, here we are, in what is in effect a kind of a six-day festival of transition being hosted here at Barak. Uh, with this, the, the, the Thrive training yesterday, the, the various events going on today, the main conference, the hubs uh, going on till, over, as we carry on into next week. Fantastic. I mean, we've come an enormous uh, way, and it's really, really exciting, I think, to see how that has actually gone. And so what I think is really exciting about this conference that we're going to have now is it's our usual tried and tested mixture of things that we know are going to work really well, things that we've done number the things that are complete seat of the pants we have no idea, just jump in and see what happens, so there's that lovely kind of edge between order and chaos and not quite knowing where it's going to go uh, and that's, uh, that's something that we kind of thrive on I think and as Peter said, you know when we started doing transition, a lot of the things we, we were kind of thinking about then and motivated by uh, and we would talk about the times when we would see this and when we would see that, you know we're there now. We talk about building resilience in extraordinary times, well these are those extraordinary times now, it's not anymore something off in the future, the, 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 uh, the, the unprecedented uh, uh, melting in the Arctic ice this summer which has climate scientists walking around with a rather sort of looking kind of pallid and, and, and haunted I think by the scale of what's happened just off the charts. Uh, peak oil, which is an issue which has is kind of ebbed and flowed, and uh, there are all the sort of st- recent things people have been throwing in about, fracking will make it all alright, this kind of thing, uh, and George Monbiot recently saying, peak oil is a load of rubbish, we don't need to worry about that anymore, I was wrong, peak oil is a load of rubbish, based on one report by an oil company uh, executive, uh, and all the people since then who have said, well actually no, that's really not. Uh, and the economic situation, and there are many people here who've travelled from, from countries where that economic crisis is being felt far more acutely than it is here at this stage. And tomorrow we have a workshop with, with Juan from Spain and Filippa, uh, looking at actually what does that mean for, 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 for Transition and how we present that. So those things that felt like they were impending and kind of imminent, you know, we're in these extraordinary times now. But actually, what's what's really exciting as well is, is I think the is the opportunities that are opening up in that time, and many of those have been being explored today in the Reconomy uh, event, uh, and the things that are opening up through the potential of, of of economic localization, through the potential. There's another workshop as well tomorrow, which is going to be looking at localism and how we can use some of those tools in, here in the UK for doing all kinds of exciting stuff at a community level the role the arts can play which is why we're delighted to be back here again Um, and I was really touched the other day by a quote that John Ruskin uh, said he said all great and beautiful work has come first of gazing without shrinking into the darkness and I like to think of transition as a great and beautiful work that we've all collaboratively, and many, many, many hundreds and thousands of people who aren't able to be here this weekend, but who are following what's happening here remotely, whether through Twitter or whatever, or you know, however they follow what's going on here. Um, and when we, when we started Transition as well, nobody really talked about resilience very much, apart from a few kind of nerdy ecologists and some sort of computery types. Uh, you know, but actually now we're kind of, this idea of, well, what does resilience mean in the context of resilient people? in terms of resilient communities, resilient groups, uh, resilient enterprises, resilient infrastructure. And over this couple of days, particularly tomorrow in the workshop session, all of those uh, areas will be explored uh, in uh, how we can actually do that. And I think that actually what this debate that we're doing in transition and the stuff that we're doing is so, so important at this time. The, the debates nationally, certainly here in the UK anyway, but I think in many other places, are on a really crucial time where there's a whole big push of saying the way out of this economic situation is to gas fracking, is economic growth, is new runways at airports, is big infrastructure projects, is all those things which, which deliberately and actively uh, undermine resilience. We need to remove all the regulation from business. We have to let business do exactly what it wants to do. And at the moment, that, that alternative story isn't really there, but it's coming through and it's coming through very fast. Uh, and I think certainly the economy today was an amazing Uh, taste of that and and what it could mean but also what we do with the threats to resilience such as in in Slathwaite, Slathwaite in Yorkshire many of you will have seen in the transition film the story there of the Green Valley grocer Uh, fantastic story about starting up, linking with other things going on in there, being a catalyst for all kinds of new enterprises and now there's the threat of a big huge Morrisons opening in a warehouse down the other end of the road Uh, and those of you who followed the Costa campaign in Totnes will know that actually we don't have the tools to protect the resilience that we do have uh, and that's an important part of it as well. But increasingly for me transition is really about stories and the stories that we tell them. whether it's this is I'm, I'm so excited as a Bristol boy myself this is the first a glimpse of Bristol pounds, which uh, there will be a workshop about tomorrow but these will be launched officially on Tuesday next Wednesday in Bristol St. Nicholas Market. This is this is really exciting game-changing initiative a city-wide local currency backed by the local cur- I'll start that again a citywide local currency backed by the local council which you can use to, to, to pay your business rates with with pay by tax system really really exciting you're welcome to come up and have a look at these afterwards. Whether it's Bath and West Community Energy, the sort of community-owned and funded energy company, the Atmos uh, project in Totnes, which I get very excited about, which is about taking eight acres of derelict industrial site into community ownership, which is tangibly close. Uh, things like the Shrewsbury hydro scheme, all these things that are going on, planting trees, but how those stories ripple out. So, the, uh, um, the um, Trash Catchers Carnival that was held in, in Tooting, and there's now in, uh, uh, in South Africa, in Greater, and in South Africa, they're doing something which is very, very similar. Now, once we start these stories, they just go off all over the place. And it feels to me like the stories that transition groups tell kind of breathe possibility into the place where it's happening. And I was thinking on the train coming up today, it's like in those just-so stories that Rudyard Kipling wrote about how God would get the clay and make a little animal and then breathe into it and it would fly off. But in a sense, what we do with transition is, is breathe possibility in, in, into the place that we have. And more and more, you can kind of see how that starts to pick up and, and, and develop a, a momentum and a life in that sense. And that's really, for me, what resilience is about, is about a sense of possibilities that as we come into times of rapid change, what, are the, what, what do we think is possible in that time? When things get very difficult, what do we believe is possible? And that's part of what transition is doing. So you may be doing a project in a place where you are and think it's very small and significant and insignificant, but you have no idea of how it affects the people around and how it starts to shift their sense of, of what's possible. And, what, and uh, I got a letter the other day, uh, an, an email the other day from America, from a group from an order of nuns who wanted permission to republish on their website some of the materials that we had, because they wanted to uh, get all the nuns, in their order of nuns, and they have orders of nuns in about five or six different countries around the world, out there pushing for transition, and driving transition. (laughs) So there would be an order of the Sisters of the Great Transition... (laughs) That's not actually what they're called, I can't remember what they're called, but I like it, it's quite snappy. Uh, so, they're, so they're out there, and, and you, you just get things like that coming all the time, which you start to just get this sense of. It, you, you let it go, and, you know, so, so many of you here who, who are doing remarkable things.
1: You know, so where are we
0: as transition, the transition movement, as the transition network? I think in terms of some of the challenges, there are things like measurement and documenting what we're doing and, and really building up that kind of case. Uh, how, what level of support, now, there are people here from Transition Network, we're really keen to hear from you, you know, what Transition Network provides in terms of resources and tools and support, how else, how, how could that be better, what, how else could we help you with that? Uh, the whole thing of communications, it should be, there's so much happening every, every month when Amber and myself do the, do the roundup that we do, you know, all the stories happening in Transition. It just gets longer and longer and more and more extraordinary every month. Uh, and there's so many stories in there that should be in the media, but they're not really being picked up yet. So there's that work of Transition Network in terms of communicating those stories and really getting them out there. And that idea of transition as a big idea is really important, I think. You know, but we're working on it, and there's lots of stuff going on and people coming in to, to, to help make that all happen, I think. And so for it feels like a really vital time to, to kind of push on to the next level of this. I did want to just sort of pause just for, for one minute as well to acknowledge someone who isn't here uh, who will be kind of missed uh, over this weekend who's Adrienne Campbell who many of you will know who's a very dear friend of lots of ours who's been to all of these uh, from the beginning uh, who's, uh, who's, who's not going to be with us for, for very much longer and so we send a lot of uh, care and uh, love to her and to her family over this weekend. So we're really delighted to be back here at Back again. And one of the reasons for that has been that most places where we've done Transition Network Conference, we could just as easily have been uh, an Amway sales conference or a sort of vacuum cleaner salesman conference. You know, we kind of go in, we rent the space, and then we go again. The lovely thing about Back is... When we came here, there was a real, and David will talk about this in a minute, but there was a real kind of impact of of having this here at BAC, and it's been really delightful to see how transition thinking and the kind of transition uh, buzz that was born here has really gone on to underpin the work and the thinking that's that's happened here at BAC, and that's really, really exciting. So this is your weekend. This is your conference. And many of you spend a lot of your time in your communities doing this work and sometimes it feels like you're carrying the whole community on your shoulders maybe. Sometimes it's exhilarating. Sometimes you have moments where it's absolutely thrilling. Sometimes it's bloody hard work and exhausting. This is your conference. This is your time to to take some time, take some space. Be with other people who are, who are doing the same thing. So if you want to dash about and go to loads and loads of workshops, that's fantastic. If you want to sit and watch it all go by and just take some time for yourself, that's fantastic too. This is your time and we're really, really delighted to have you here. Um, so that's all I have to say. We're really delighted to have you Thank you. It's going to be a fantastic couple of days. Uh, and thank you to everybody who's also made the events that we've had before now happen, uh, the, the, the Thrive Training, the Reconomy Day... Uh, and uh, the youth event. They've been really exciting developments for us. So I'd like to invite uh, David Micklem uh, here from, from back to uh, welcome us all here, to welcome you here and to set some of the scene. Thanks very much, have a fantastic day.